Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Los Angeles, my guest is a singer-songwriter who plays guitar and has just released a new single. Her songwriting and production credits include Selena Gomez, Kelly Clarkson, and Jason Derulo, among others. She is signed to a publishing deal and has also been a performer and co-writer on music heard on A&E Television's Born This Way. You've been hearing a song of hers entitled Only You, it's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Heather Jeanette. Thank you so much for having me. Heather, welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this. It's my pleasure. At the end of today's show, we're going to play in its entirety your new single. But for starters, tell the listeners about the song that we were just playing, Only You. The song Only You, um, it's actually interesting because when I started writing it, it was just on piano and vocal and I was writing with my writing partner that I used to work with Tim Roberts um and I had the song for a while and I was like oh it's a pretty song but you know it's kind of a ballad and I don't know what to do with it and I actually sent it over to my friend in Virginia Beach the producer Bryce Bredone and he made it into what it is today and I love it so one thing that uh, and the listeners, um, I'm always thankful to all of you who are listening every week. We're beyond three years now that the show has been being released every week, and we have 127 countries around the world where we've gotten listeners from. So, Heather, certainly there will be uh, friends, family, followers of yours, uh, fans who are going to be listening to this because they know you. But for those who are listening that are just being introduced to Heather Jeanette, I'd like to ask a few questions along the way so they can kind of get some kind of fill out the whole picture you just crossed over to country so since we're talking about the song that we were just playing only you which uh i think it's safe to say is a little more on the pop side talk about what goes into the decision to say okay i think i want to start crossing over into into a new genre what what was your thought process when did you make that choice and like i said just kind of take us through how you how you came to decide that uh I sort of always have started my songs out on guitar or piano. It's always been organic. And, you know, I was, I've been writing a lot of pop songs, but my parents actually moved from Virginia to Kentucky. And I went out to Kentucky and I was spending some time with them. 
and I had written Nashville before, and I don't know what happened. I think something about like the Kentucky air. I don't know, hmm. but all of a sudden, just all of this country just started naturally coming out. And I had shown some of my songs to my dad, and he was like, "This is the best songs I've ever heard you written." And wow. I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting." You know, like coming from your dad, who you know is supposed to support everything you do, and he tells <laughs> you this is the best thing you've done, and you're like, "Okay." So I started sitting back and, you know, really just paying attention, you know, to what was I was creating when I was sitting alone by myself, and it just happened to be country. So that brings up a topic that I've raised on this show a couple times before, which is, you know, parents are always going to be supportive and parents are always going to tell their children that everything they do is wonderful. Number one, this is a two-part question. The first part is, is your dad a musician at all? And and number two, um, you know, was he kind of making a statement that, hey, this is the best thing you've ever done? meaning everything you always do is great, but this is the best, or is it, you know, no, he's, he's very, you know, he's very, uh, honest with me and, and, you know, doesn't just tell me what I want to hear. Um, my dad is not actually a musician. He is a huge music lover. Um, I blame my music love on him because he used to play Aerosmith and the Rolling Stones when I was in my mom's (laughs) belly. (laughs) But uh, I think he's pretty honest because I played some pop stuff for him and he was like, yeah, that's not good. I don't like that. Mm. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, even though he wants you know, to lift me up all the time, he gives me honest responses. Uh, listeners, I would be remiss if I didn't mention two weeks ago, if you didn't hear it, uh, go back and listen to episode 169, my interview with Buck Johnson. He is the keyboard player for Aerosmith, uh, being that Heather just mentioned that band. So if you missed that interview, uh, go back and check out episode 169. So Heather, you, you mentioned, um, I, I did, I did actually want to cover some background on you. You're actually from Virginia beach originally. And, and then you mentioned Kentucky. So when and why did you end up going to the West Coast? Uh, when I was in Virginia, I was writing songs with Tim Roberts, and he was working with Servanginia, who is a big pop mixer, even though he still lives in Virginia. Um, he works with a lot of people out in Los Angeles, and he was looking to sign some writers, and he had heard some of the stuff that I was writing with Tim, and he offered a publishing deal to us. And so we were writing in Virginia, and then he was like, you need to be out in Los Angeles where everything is happening. Mm. So that is the moment that we packed up a 26-foot Penske truck and drove cross country. (laughs) Uh, So when was that? That was about four years ago. Okay, and when you say we, was it you and Tim? Was it you and your family? Who who all was was we? Because where I'm going with this is my my natural inclination is to say, well, gee, did she know anybody when she was going out there, or, or was this you know a small fish in an enormous pond? And I'm going to have to start meeting some people pretty quick. It was me and Tim. And did you know anyone out there? Not really. I mean, I had like one friend from Virginia that moved out here and he was doing acting, but 
I basically didn't know anybody. <laughs> had you ever even been to, to Los Angeles before? I had been a couple times to visit, but oh, okay. I didn't really know very much about it because I kept going to Hollywood Boulevard like, where is this amazing place that they keep telling me about? Because, I mean, there's so many amazing places out here like Santa Monica and the beaches and... I don't know. I was just like stuck on Hollywood Boulevard. Like, where's all the glitz and glamour? <laughs> well, I suppose it's one thing to go out there as a tourist, and it's entirely something else to say, oh, my gosh, this is home now, and I need to start working at my music if, if this is what brought me out here. You know, all of a sudden it's, you know, yeah. put the camera down, <laughs> you know, put the, uh, put, the, put the guide maps away. Yeah. I noticed on your website, though, that you do go back to Virginia and play. There were a couple dates that you did there last year in Norfolk. Is that by design, or is it just a case of, hey, as long as I'm going to be there, I might as well try to book a couple shows? I like to go back and, you know, play and see friends and reconnect with fans. Um, I just did, I did a Facebook Live so my Virginia Beach fans could watch me play again recently <laughs> awesome and listeners uh as crazy as this sounds it, it reminds me all the way back the second episode ever of now hear this entertainment Alyssa jc she's a singer songwriter in nashville we talked on that episode on episode two about exactly what heather is talking about with you know going back to your hometown and still you know maintaining connections there so that when you do go back you can call upon people that not only can you get shows booked, but you know that you'll have people that will come out and see you. And, and Heather, you know, you mentioned this connection that Tim had that opened the door for you to get out to Los Angeles. So I love that this is a recurring theme on so many episodes of now here, this entertainment, because Heather, I'm sure you'd agree with me. There's no such thing as having too many contacts. Yes. Yes. So, has living out in Los Angeles been everything you wanted it to be? And, and, and I ask that from the standpoint of we have talked so much on the show about all the people who moved to Nashville, hoping that that will make the difference in them getting to the next level in their music career. But I haven't haven't actually asked that question to a whole lot of guests that have, have moved to L.A. So, again, has living out there been everything you wanted it to be? I mean, it has its ups and downs, you know, like you're definitely a small fish in a big pond and you definitely have to really step up your work game and, you know, like make connections and constantly be like looking for opportunities, you know, like the opportunities definitely don't come to you anywhere you go. Um, but you know, this place definitely has offered more opportunities than, you know, being in Virginia. So I'm definitely grateful that I'm out here and able to network and find more opportunities. Yeah, it, we might be a couple thousand miles away from each other, but we're on the same wavelength right now because that's exactly what I was going to say was, you know, you could play back in Virginia Beach or you could play somewhere out where you are now. And yes, there's always that concept of you never know who, never know who might be there, but that is really magnified in Los Angeles as compared to you never knew who might be there in Virginia Beach. Yeah, true. <laughs> is is it too soon? Do you, do you have any stories like that yet of, as a matter of fact, I was simply at Starbucks or maybe it was something like I was performing uh, and, and re made a really solid connection here in Los Angeles? Um, I don't think 
I've been performing ended found somebody, but, you know, I've definitely seen some people at some parties and, you know, I went to a screening event and Justin Timberlake was like, hi, I'm Justin Timberlake. And I was like, oh, I know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think that would happen in Virginia Beach. Yeah, absolutely not. But just just to just to take that one step further, does it does it obviously the next line is Hi, I'm Heather Jeanette. It's nice to meet you. Do you go into I'm a I'm a singer songwriter or is it I'll wait for him to ask me? How does that conversation evolve? Um, I sort of just you know kind of like to leave it at that point because I don't want to like I feel like he probably gets bombarded with people every single day. So I feel like if it ever comes across that he would respect my work and, you know, we would be in the same room and he would be like, oh, I met you before. You know, I feel like that's when you start making a connection with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Well said, well said. And obviously uh, you don't want to start off on the wrong foot and hit him over the head with, here's my business card, here's a CD, here's this promotional (laughs) item. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, unfortunately he's going to remember the name Heather Jeanette for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) True. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Los Angeles is singer, songwriter, guitarist, Heather Jeanette. Check out her official website at www.heatherjeanette.com. That's one N and two T's. Of course, as always, to get the proper spelling of a guest's name so you can check out their website, just look at the title of the episode on your listening device, in this case, so you can visit heatherjeanette.com. Once you're there, you will find social media icons so that you can also get to Heather's Facebook page, her YouTube channel, her Twitter, and Instagram. Of course, do purchase her music. It's available on iTunes and other online music retailers, and you can also stream it on Spotify. Keep up with Heather online so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live. Remember that if you're purchasing through Amazon, go to nhte.net first and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there. Whether it's music, books, anything at all that you're going to buy from Amazon, would appreciate it if you click that banner to go there through our website. There is also a Patreon campaign for this show, patreon.com slash nhte, or just go to nhte.net and click on the Patreon button there. I'm very, very grateful for your consideration in supporting the show through a contribution using Patreon. We have a Facebook group for this show. It is called NHTE Listeners. If you want to search for it on Facebook or just go to nhte.net and click on the Facebook group button to get over there. If you want to send us an email, we have a new email address these days for the show. It's podcast at nhte.net. And remember that at nhte.net, you can sign up for the email newsletter. And if you would rather not listen to the show at nhte.net, there are icons that you can click on there to go find it on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, or TuneIn Radio. Be sure that you are subscribing and do please tell a friend. Also, our social media, there are icons at nhte.net to find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Heather, I mentioned in the intro that you've got a number of notable songwriting and production credits. Uh, Selena Gomez, Kelly Clarkson, the list goes on. Let's talk first about how you are getting that type of work, such big opportunities. Um, definitely it came from the Kelly Clarkson and Jason Derulo production came from, uh, that was when I was still in Virginia and Sir Ben, um, the publisher actually 
he got two songs in and the A&R was not happy with it. So he asked me and Tim to add some extra music to it and the A&R actually liked it. So it was really great. Now, uh, you've mentioned Tim a couple times. So is is he the publishing or or the publishing company with someone else? The publishing company is with Sir Benginia. Um, he's a mixer out of Virginia Beach. And uh, how did you get connected with him? Through Tim. Wow. I was songwriting with Tim, and then Serban was looking for songwriters to sign. Okay, and then so then to walk this down the line, so then does he have these contacts, or he's just submitting through the traditional means that publishers do, and that's how these songs got picked up? He has contacts. He is like the number one mixer for pop music today. Wow. Any song you hear on the radio is probably mixed by him. <laughs> and, and yet he's in Virginia? Yes. Wow, wow. Well, you know, there's a temptation to say, you know, talk about the music scene. You know, is is there much going on, uh, at least in Virginia Beach? I know you can't speak for the whole state, but to have somebody like that, you know, in uh, in the state, um, I mean, I would say that that's a feather in, in Virginia's cap. And, and it almost, I you know, I'm, I'm half kidding, which means I'm half serious. Uh, it, it almost kind of negates, you know, whether or not there is a thriving music scene in, in Virginia Beach or not, <laughs> at least at least for you. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's been some good people that came out of Virginia. I mean, Pharrell came out of Virginia, Missy Elliott, Timberland, Eclipse. So it must be something in the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, and as I said, you know, you did go back and play a couple shows last year in Norfolk. Um, I'm not sure how far that is for Virginia Beach, but obviously, you know, there's work to be had in terms of, uh, you know, live show bookings. Yes. And are you booking all those yourself or um, do you have someone that handles your live show bookings for you? I am booking all my shows myself right now. Wow. Well, so getting back to the, uh, the, the, the notable songwriting and production credits that we were talking about, I guess the follow-up to that would be, once you do get credits with some of those big names, does it give you a better chance at doing more work with, with those artists specifically again in the future, or, or is the pool just too big of, of who they draw from? I mean, it definitely gives you credit to be able to get into sessions and take meetings with people and, you know, get your foot kind of in the door. But I definitely feel like it's still, you know, like once the song comes out, it's kind of like, okay, you got to still keep hustling. It's not like you can stop, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I haven't asked this question of a guest in a long time, but since I've been referring to you as a singer, songwriter, and guitar player, what do you consider yourself first out of those three, and what do you consider yourself second and third, meaning singer, songwriter, and guitar player? Um, I would say, I mean, I would think that singer-songwriter is kind of together, Um. Well, but I, I asked that because we're talking about these songwriting and production credits. So we're talking so much about your songwriting that, you know, it's really painting this picture of you of being a songwriter. But obviously you are a singer, too. So I don't know if, you know, if you consider yourself a songwriter first or a singer first. Um, I think they're kind of even. Mm -hmm. And then I would say guitar is at the end. 
<laughs> when did you start into each? When did you first start singing, songwriting, and, and playing guitar? Um, I started playing guitar in middle school. Wow. And then I was actually playing classical guitar because my guitar teacher convinced me that I should be able to read music and classical guitar is more intense and I'll be able to play everything. And then my mom, she signed me up for a beauty competition. I don't know why. <laughs> and she, I needed a talent and I was like, great, what am I going to do? And my dad was like, well, why don't you sing and play? And I was like, dad, I can't sing. Mm. So that was my first performance. And then I started writing songs in high school. Um, yeah, I don't remember what age, but it was somewhere around there. <laughs> wow, well, you know, this is all very interesting because nowhere in here am I hearing that your parents are musical or that they forced you. Uh, you know, you said you were, you were taking guitar lessons in, in middle school, but it doesn't sound like any of this was, you know, in, in other words, it, you you seem as though you have chosen all of these different talents that you have. You you chose to, to go ahead with the guitar, even though it was told to you that, hey, you should learn classical guitar. You, you stuck with it. And you decided, like, okay, I need a talent, so I guess I'll sing. And then the songwriting, it, it just, uh, it's it's kind of refreshing to hear because, unfortunately, and I'm sure you'd agree, there's so many people nowadays, you know, whose story is, you know, well, I came from a musical family, so I kind of had to, you know, or I got handed a guitar and, and was told, you need to learn to play this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, sometimes I wonder where did my music talent come from because neither one of my parents know anything about music. <laughs> wow. And there's no one else on the family tree that's that's kind of done any music to any extent? I've heard about some distant aunt somewhere that used to play piano by ear, and that's about it. So I've been referring to you playing gu guitar, but do you play piano also? Yes, I play piano as well. Wow, and and so where where was that in in that uh, in that timeline that you just described for us? When did you first start playing piano? Uh, I took lessons probably in the first grade, and I hated it. <laughs> I wow. have like my teacher would make me play it over, and if I messed up, like so, I quit. And I think in learning all the music that I did when I went to college, I was doing voice lessons and I would need, you know, like a piano, like someone to accompany me for the chords. And I sort of just like taught myself the chords through all the music theory that I knew. Well, so I wonder, you know, obviously if you started songwriting when you were in high school, um, you probably didn't already start having visions then of, of going on to become the singer-songwriter, you know, who, as I said, just released a new single. And these these credits that we've been talking about, um, you know, production and songwriting credits for some of the biggest names out there, and, and then the TV credits also. At what point did you kind of decide that, okay, you know what, this is what I want to do for a career? Because obviously in high school, you're just starting to songwrite. You're not thinking that this is, you know, this is what I'm going to do long term. But I imagine that if someone would have told you in high school, this is what's going to end up happening to you, you'd say, yeah, right. You know, but but how many years later was it? When did you say that, you know, I think this is what I want to pursue, singing, songwriting, um, you know, playing guitar and piano? Um, I went to a summer camp, um, 
at Berkeley School of Music, Berkeley College of Music. Um, I think it was my the year before my senior year, and um, I auditioned, you know, like to be placed wherever I was going to be placed. And, you know, I, at that time I was like, okay, this is either going to be for me or it's not going to be for me. Hmm. And my mom was like, we're going to figure out if music is for you or it's not for me. And basically I got placed in the top level that got to play on the big summer concert stage at the end of the semester. Hmm. And she was like, okay, well, I guess this is for you. <laughs> and then I went to college at Berkeley for about two years um I got a degree but I figured out how to get out of there really fast because I figured I need to be in the real world and experience music and if I don't get tomatoes thrown at me then I'm doing pretty good <laughs> um <laughs> but I didn't even really consider myself a songwriter until Serban actually started taking notice of my music you know someone that big was like, I like your songs. And I was like, okay. And then when he approached us, you know, to so sign a deal for songwriting, I was like, I've never really like written a song for anybody but myself. So it was mm -hmm. kind of weird at first, but you know, sometimes life gives you opportunities and you know, you take them and you realize, okay, this was for me. <laughs> so, But I imagine that you probably don't take a, an approach that's any different to writing a song that you're going to record yourself versus writing a song that's going to be for someone else. Am, am I right or am I actually a hundred percent wrong? Um, you're right in a, in a way, but at the same time, like if I know who I'm writing for, I mean, like if I'm writing for a guy, obviously I'm going to be writing from like putting myself in his shoes a little bit, yeah, but from at the same time, you know, yeah, and but at the same time, I'm going to be asking myself, you know, like, do I like this? Like, would I sing this if I was him, you know? Hmm, interesting. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is, I see some performers implementing the public figure label on the bio for their Instagram profile. I've got to be harsh today and say, get over yourself. Unless you're Mariah Carey, John Mayer, Beyonce, Adele, someone of that stature, you're probably not really a public figure. I and a lot of guests on this show have talked about the importance of humility. One way you can practice that is not letting your ego convince you that you're a public figure. Take that off your Instagram and let your music and the way you carry yourself be what people base their opinion of you on, not a title that you bestow upon yourself. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1, Volume 2, and Volume 3 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40, 41 to 80, and 81 to 120, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. 
Heather, what about the TV credits? I mentioned back in the intro that you have performer and co-writer credits on a couple songs that were heard on A&E Television's Born This Way. Plus, you've also done music for Bad Girls Club. Does this work that I'm talking about uh, for TV come about differently from what you were talking about before in terms of opportunities with the Selena Gomez's and Kelly Clarkson's of the world, or, or is it all the same process? Um, well, it's kind of like that you know that a music supervisor is looking for a certain type of song, and then you kind of gear what they're looking for. Like for the, the Born This Way, it was Thrift Shop Stereo is the side project that I do with my um, producer, songwriter friend, Dan Whittemore, and... At that time, we were talking to a music supervisor for the show, and he was like, we need uplifting, sort of, like, positive-feeling songs, and that's how that came about. And then the Bad Girls Club, you know, they need that clubby sort of chick vibe. So, But in terms of getting them placed in these TV projects, is the is the process of getting them placed the same as getting your songs picked up uh, by a Selena Gomez, by a Kelly Clarkson, et cetera, or is it different? Um, it's, it's sort of the same as you would send it to someone and then they give you the yes or the no. Um, I would say that the opportunity to get on TV is you have a better chance on TV than like there's 12 spots on Selena Gomez's album uh-huh. and you have like, you know, she only puts one out, you know, probably one every one or two years. So, wow. You know, excellent point. Excellent the amount point. of songs. <laughs> yeah. Excellent point. I'm, I'm really glad you said that. For those listeners who are just being introduced to you for the first time, what does a live Heather Jeanette performance look like? Do you play solo? Do you have a full band? Does it vary from one booking to the next? Um, it varies depending on the performance. I played at the Hotel Cafe, and that was acoustic duo. I played with my guitar player, Suni. And then when I I preferred to play full band because I just like the energy of a full band, and I think the songs come across more like the record. And But you can see me even solo sometimes. Well, and I got to tell you, listeners, uh, Heather and I are, are just meeting each other for the first time today, but... Um, I can gather that you're a very humble person because you've got some really tremendous credits here that we've been talking about. And you just sound like, like, you know, the, I hate to use, uh, an overused expression, but you just sound like the girl next door. And, you know, for those listeners who aren't familiar, the hotel cafe, that's a big deal. That's, that's a really good venue to play at in Los Angeles. So on top of everything we've been talking about that Heather has accomplished already here, she is saying that she played at the hotel cafe and I'm taking my hat off to you, Heather, for being so humble because, you know, to me, that's a big deal that you played there. Thank you. Yeah. I, I like to just, you know, be friendly. Like, what's the point in being mean to everyone? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, but I think, you know, I think one of the one of the jobs that people have when they move to Los Angeles is to work at avoiding letting their ego overtake them. And obviously that hasn't been an issue for you because you don't sound like you have one. And again, I'm saying that in a highly complimentary way. Thank you. 
I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Los Angeles is singer, songwriter, guitarist, and now I have to add piano player, <laughs> Heather Jeanette. <laughs> Check out her official website at www.heatherjeanette.com. Again, her last name is spelled with one N and two Ts, but as I mentioned before, you can just look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of her name. And uh, that way you can get to heatherjeanette.com. Once you are on heatherjeanette.com, in addition to all the content that she has there, you will also find, of course, social media icons so that you can get to Heather's Facebook page, her YouTube channel, her Twitter, her Instagram. Of course, please do purchase her music. It's available on iTunes and other online music retailers. And you can also stream Heather's music on Spotify. Keep up with her online so you can see where and when you can go see her perform live. Again, if you are shopping online and you know you're going to go get something from Amazon, I'd be grateful if you'd start at nhte.net and just click on the tall Amazon banner first to get over there. Similarly, if you are online and are visiting our website, nhte.net, there's a button there that you can go to our Patreon campaign, or if you just want to punch in patreon.com slash nhte, you can get there that way as well. There are different rewards for the different giving levels, and I would greatly appreciate your consideration in supporting the show through Patreon. Our Facebook group is called NHTE Listeners. If you want to search for it on Facebook or just go to nhte.net and click on the button for it, send us traditional email by writing to podcast at nhte.net. And then, of course, we do have an e-newsletter that gets sent out. Go to nhte.net, just enter your email address to get on that list. If you want to listen to the show on the go, you can get it from iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio. There are icons for all of those at nhte.net. Please make sure you're subscribing and do tell a friend about Now Hear This Entertainment. And of course, engage with us on social media. There's links at nhte.net to find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Heather, I have been plugging your social media. Your YouTube channel has 2,300 subscribers. And wow, in less than a week, the video there that simply contains the audio of your new single got over 5,300 views in, in less than a week. How, how did you get that much attention, especially since it wasn't a produced video that you, know, you could tease it in advance with like photos or video clips of, of doing a shoot? Um. I have no idea. I guess people like this. <laughs> <laughs> but does that does that video even get put onto YouTube by you, or was that generated by? Because uh, I know that CD Baby will create um, quote unquote music videos, lyric video. Well, not they're not lyric videos. They're just uh, videos that have uh, cover art and the audio track. Did did you put that um, that video on your channel, or or did something else create that for you? I uploaded that, and I will be shooting a music video hopefully this month ah. for the song as well. For for that song? Little, yes. Little inside information. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I did want to turn towards the new single now. The the first question is, uh, obviously, Los Angeles, but when I say where did you record it, I mean what studio, and then who all worked on, on that song, that new single of yours? Who worked on it with you? I actually recorded that song in Nashville. Oh. Um, yes, I actually wrote it with, and the producer is uh, Jason Gant, and we recorded it at his studio in Nashville. And, and why does someone who's living in Los Angeles go to Nashville to record the song? 
because it's the country capital of the world, right? <laughs> like the words were still coming out of my mouth and I'm already telling myself in my head, she's going to say, because it's a country song, Bruce, and that's where you record country music. <laughs> so did you just go there and, and do that, that one song? Because, you know, my, my question next was going to be, coincidentally, now that the new single is out, you know, what is the plan? Is, is that going to stand on its own? Are you working say, on an EP or a full album, and this song will be one of the ones that's on it? You know, what, if, if so, what's the status of the EP or album? But, um, you know, talk about what, what's happening now that the single is out. I'm currently working on more ideas. Uh, I'm just working at my little home studio out here in Los Angeles, and um, I'm going to probably schedule some time to go out to Nashville you know, write with some people, take some meetings, maybe play a show or two and um, share it with people and see what they think and hopefully put it out soon. So when you did go there and record, it was simply just to get that song recorded and it wasn't, you know, I recorded four other songs while I was there. It was just that one. Uh, when I went, I had some writing sessions and I wrote some other songs with some great co-writers out there. Well, I guess this will be uh, an exclusive announcement of mine, so to speak. But uh, the next time you go to Nashville, Heather, go there in July because I will be in Nashville in July for the Summer NAM show. So listeners, um, awesome. be on the lookout for that. And if you're going to the Summer NAM show... Um, be sure you stay tuned to, to NHTE.net and our social media to find out uh, where I will be and when, because obviously we will be recording more episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment uh, in Nashville in July at Summer NAM. So, Heather, circle that in your calendar and, and make sure you're there then so we can be in person. <laughs> Definitely. The, uh, the new video that you talked about, that will obviously be shot in Los Angeles, I'm assuming? Yes. And, and where is that in the process right now? Do you already have kind of the storyboard written and you know maybe where you want to shoot it or, or are you not that far along yet? Um, I've been talking with the music director and we are coming up with a treatment and some ideas. Now, forgive my ignorance, I, I obviously did look at your YouTube channel since I talked about the video for the single, um, and, I, and I think you had, um, you know, a, a quote-unquote live performance video or two on there, but will this be your actual first fully produced, meaning scripted video, or, or have you done a music video of, of this nature before? I did a music video for Only You, which is on my channel. And that was done in so Los it'll Angeles. Be the second. Yes. Okay. So, so you're a veteran now. <laughs> <laughs> I I would maybe not call it a veteran yet. <laughs> Well, but you said the music director, but, you know, I would think, and, and I'm putting this in the form of a question so that you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but I would think that, you know, it's your song, it's your video, you're the boss and you want to be the ones calling the, sh you want to be the one calling the shots. Yes. Or is it no, Bruce, I, I want to turn this over to someone who is an expert in making mu music videos and let them do what they do. Um, I have the ideas that I come to them with, like my, well, my first video that I did, I basically like, I came up with the whole idea for everything and I told the video director and he basically met me that day that we shot and we just made everything happen. 
Um, I think this one is going to be a little bit more involved. Um, and I think it's a good thing for me to, like, kind of give the director, you know, a chance to, you know, voice their opinion because I'm a songwriter, right? I can't be everything. <laughs> <laughs> as much as you might want to, right? True. <laughs> so you mentioned before about um, Facebook Live, and so as you've been talking, I've been a busy little bee over here and went on your Facebook page, and I saw the video that's still on there from when you did Facebook Live. So listeners, this was not Heather out playing a show that they Facebook Lived. Um, this was actually done residentially. So are there plans, Heather, to do more Facebook Live broadcasts? Yes. I'm hoping to maybe do some sneak previews of my EP and maybe play, you know, some unreleased songs and see what everybody thinks about them. Ah, I like it. I like it. It's a, it's a good, market, <laughs> good, good marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to close today by playing the new single in its entirety. But Heather, before we let you go, tell the listeners all about Homegrown, if you would, please. Homegrown is the story of my life, basically. It's, you know, I went to Los Angeles and I've been writing pop music out here for about four years. And, you know, it's the return to my roots and me realizing that, you know, I've got country roots and this is what I sound like. And it's, I wanted it to be a feel-good song at the same time. And I wanted everybody to relate, no matter where you're from, even if you're not country you know, there's no place like home. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, when you say return to my roots, um, you mentioned earlier about your dad playing Aerosmith and, uh, you know, you, you have you have put out um, that you like Aerosmith, you like Led Zeppelin, you like No Doubt, but then you also do have a list of some country artists that you like, uh, such as Miranda Lambert, Taylor Swift, Dirk Bentley. So, you know, this is, I, I, I like that theme that you described, this this kind of going home, you know, and, and I think it paints a good picture uh, for the listeners in terms of, you know, this Virginia girl who went out to L.A. and, you know, as you said, recorded this song in Nashville, and you're making this transition now from, from pop to country. Yes, definitely. Well, Heather, thanks ever so much for making the time today. I really enjoyed having you on the show and uh, continued best wishes, and hopefully we will meet in Nashville in July. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on the show. I enjoyed it. Great. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, guitar player, and piano player, Heather Jeanette. Do visit her official website, please. It's www.heatherjeanette.com. And one more time, that's Jeanette with one N and two T's. And then engage with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Don't forget you can purchase Heather's music from iTunes and other online retailers. Her music is streaming on Spotify too. And of course, keep up with Heather online for developments on the different projects that she talked about that she will have going on so that she can get the latest, even if it's just previews or any news. You do want to stay with her online for all that. 
Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share, they call it repost episodes on there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud. Engage with the show too, go to nhte.net and click on the icon to go join the Facebook group. You can also write in via the email address podcast at nhte.net. Get with us on the various social media platforms that you'll find links to at nhte.net, those being Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Please also consider supporting the show with a donation through Patreon. There's a button at nhte.net for that. And check out the t-shirts and hats at nhte.net too. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Heather Jeanette. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Homegrown. Dukes, worn out six drinks, singing the blues. Cooler eyes, stuff for the bruise, singing on one. Tailgate drop, don't need no frills. Just a backward place we can chill. Keeping simple life on the real, singing on one. Raised on small town, big sky, stomping ground. Keep on coming back to what I know. I like my boys, like my moonshine, down for a good time. Pure with the Kick authentic country soul I'm a southern bell Hundred proof straight down to my roots Find my way back from anywhere I roam Cause I like it homegrown Homegrown Cause I like it homegrown Homegrown I've been elbow deep in dirt Rolled up my sleeves, put in the work Still the prettiest cover girl you ever know and I can hang with any crowd But the place that turns me up real loud Is where the people don't put on the show oh. Sing it, oh, oh, I like my boys, like my moonshine Down for a good time Feel with the kick authentic country soul I'm a southern belle Hundred proof straight down to my roots Find my way back from anywhere I roam Cause I like it homegrown Cause I like it homegrown, homegrown Church on Sunday, work on Monday, you know how we do Let loose on the weekend cause we got nothing to prove Like my boy